0: Blob Talk Radio
1: Blob Talk Radio This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast with Michael Boldea
0: All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldia, and uh, we're back at it. promised you last week that I'd be here, and here I be. Uh, As has become customary, uh, we let you know when this program is being recorded, and uh, coincidentally, We are recording this program today, uh, May the 19th, the year of our Lord, 2022. And uh, as you may have put the pieces together, yes, this is the exact day that it's supposed to air. So, it's fresh. Uh, I have my uh, delicious beverage within uh, hand's reach because I couldn't do it without it. Um, And, yes, it's just plain coffee again because, you know, I'm all out of kidneys to sell. But that's okay. Uh, Our betters in government tell us that uh, we should learn to make do with less. We've been uh, far too spoiled for far too long, and, uh, well, it's time that we learned what scarcity is. Uh, now, I'm all for scarcity. Don't get me wrong. I grew up with scarcity. I'm well accustomed to scarcity. Uh, seeing as I'm not a prosperity preacher, you know, lived with scarcity most of my life. Uh, but the demographic that scarcity shouldn't extend to is newborn babies. I'm sorry, I know, I know, it's the narrative, you, you have to push a narrative that, that uh, it, it's not really acceptable, it's not even logical or reasonable, but there has to be a narrative somewhere, so that's, that's the narrative now, learn to live with scarcity. The problem is, uh, those living with scarcity or being forced to live with scarcity uh, are the newborn individuals, human beings that really can't affect uh their uh income as it were. Uh you all know about the baby formula shortage uh which is it's uh, Look, I I'm I'm going to come out and say it. I'm glad that we don't have a newborn that is dependent on formula. Because I've been to stores and uh, it's not just a one-off. It's not a fluke. Even out here in Wisconsin where most people, you know, they've got a milk cow in the yard. They just, you know, put the baby's mouth up to the teat and squeeze. Uh, even here, baby formula is scarce in the stores. There's there's nearly any to be had. All the stores are empty and there's signs, you know, we'll we'll, we'll have some soon, you know, as though you could just put your baby in the freezer for a week and then defrost them when you get more baby formula. Uh, I don't know. Those of you that don't have babies may not know this, but especially the first few months, uh, babies eat, they feed multiple times a day. I know it's shocking because my daughter's goldfish once went for like a week. Without eating. Apparently it learned to eat its own feces because the thing lived like four years more than it was supposed to. At least that's what the guy at the pet supply store told me when I bought it for her birthday. I'm all, I, I need something that'll die quick. That, that, that was my pitch to him. And he was a sensitive sort of fellow. Uh, didn't have a lisp, but he did have a limp wrist. And uh, he was, uh, can we just say, agog at what I said. Uh, he, he, his face scrunched up into this, this, this disbelieving mask. Did I just hear you right, sir? I'm like, look, I asked my daughter what she wanted for her birthday. Thankfully, my daughter didn't say a pony. She said, I want a fish. I know I'll be the one that ends up having to feed the fish and clean the fish tank. So, yes, you did hear right, young effeminate man. I need a fish that will die quick. And he said, I've got the thing for you, six to nine months tops. Now, in hindsight, he may have just sold me the fish that lives longest to spite me because my toxic masculinity uh, was an affront to his uh, effeminate qualities. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't go back to see if he was still working there, you know, and threatened to yank his fingernails if he didn't tell me if he sold me a long living fish. But yeah, that thing lived forever. I mean, it it, it finally went on to the great beyond like four years later. Even my daughter was sick of her fish at the time. I offered to, to pull it out of the tank and like deep fry it for her. But You know, I guess she still loved it. I don't know. I'm a guy. I know, toxically masculine, joking about goldfish. It's just a horrible state. I'm glad that Beth Moore got her way and we got a feat of feminine people into office, people that, you know, love the smell of pudding in their diaper in the morning because things are so much better because of it. Anyway, welcome to the program. I know. See, Mike's feeling frisky today. Why? Well, because when I first started talking about chicken wings, I had a lot of people going, dude, there's other things you could talk about. Chicken wings, really? And I told you, fill up on chicken wings. The time will come when they'll be priced out of your uh, income bracket. Nobody believed me. See, I ate so many chicken wings when they were cheap. It's like when my wife had like a whole watermelon one summer. She ate so much she got sick and never tasted watermelon again for like four years. I I, I tried to pull the same maneuver with chicken wings. I had so many chicken wings while they were cheap. Now I'm like, eh, I'm okay. A friend of mine, I guess this was, The headline on Drudge this morning, I don't know, but he screen-shared it and sent it to me. And the only thing that he wrote underneath was, dude. And I wrote back, dude. I know. That's how we communicate. See, for for, for all the females out there, the ladies that are cat moms with the purple hair and the Beth Moore fans, yes, we are predominantly knuckle-draggers. We are apes. Hairless apes, but apes nevertheless perhaps even bathing apes once in a while. But we can communicate through grunts and just uh, the the different variation of the word dude. Uh, But hey, we're providers. We may be knuckle-draggers, but we work our tuchuses off because if you're a man worth his salt, if you are a husband and a father, if you have a family and if you're a believer then you understand what your priorities are. And that is keeping your wife and children fed, clothed with a roof over their head, uh, and uh, as sheltered from all the madness going on in the world as you can. That's, that's the way I see it anyway. But I'm going to uh, read you the, the, the headlines on Drudge this morning. I'm assuming that's what it is because uh, he sent it. I have to believe it because it would have been way too time-consuming to make this up on his own just for a joke. So the following are the drudge headlines on the brink of a bear market. Oh, by the way, did you see yesterday's stock market? I know. Somebody told you. I don't know who it was. Perhaps it was Beth. I don't know. Perhaps it was uh, the guy that kept saying that Donald Trump was going to get arrested for being a Russian spy. I don't know. Perhaps it was somebody claiming a prophetic mantle because, man, they hit it on the head. Whoever it was, maybe, you know, listen with an open mind next time before you poo-poo the idea of $200 a pound chicken. Stock market on the brink of a bear market. Oh, yeah, yesterday. Uh, It was the worst single day since March of 2020. Now, if you don't remember what happened in March of 2020, because most of the talking heads on TV would rather that you forget, because uh, you were kept in your basement smelling your own farts for two years, Uh, that was when uh, the vids, Uh, shut down the economy so it was the the single worst drop in the stock market since march of 2020 i I think the dow got clipped by like three percent it was over 1100 points which uh, is saying something since it's been on a decline since the beginning of january i know somebody somebody with a prophetic mantle maybe the lady with the pink hair or the guy that looks like an extra in a biker vampire movie, I don't know, somebody could have said, hey, you should keep an eye out for this. If you're invested in stocks, maybe pull out. Yesterday, the Dow took a massive haircut. It's continuing into today. It's been getting a haircut since January. But the thing that I found uh, fascinating is uh, the basket of stocks that got hammered. Uh, Target uh, took a 25% haircut in a day. That's Target for those of you that, uh, you know, aren't as uh, socially mobile as myself. 25% haircut. And I told you, because I remember telling you, my memory is elephantine, Or is it elephantine? Elephantine. Anyway, I got a good memory. Uh, I told you that anything that wasn't needful was going to get gut punched. Now, granted, they have a beautiful logo, you know, the red target, white target. It's amazing. And, you know, if you're up for the excitement, uh, you can go to Target and uh, you're – underage daughter may get felt up by a man in a dress because uh well you know you're being uh what is it transphobic if you object thankfully i've never had to go through it because you would have seen me on the news i i i would have had some body part of said man in a dress uh well within my death grip and if you were still breathing then uh I would have chalked it up to my own self-restraint. Chances are, probably not breathing, but that's neither here nor there. Martha, did you hear? That's what's wrong with the world the toxic masculinity. Look at him, threatening perfectly normal men in dresses with death for trying to feel up his daughter. Yes, indeed. I'm sorry, you come near my kid. I'm assuming that you wrote out your will. You've seen your last sunrise, and you are ready to meet judgment. That's all I'm saying. So Target, 25% haircut. Walmart. for people who aren't as sophisticated as the Target shoppers, uh, Walmart took a haircut. The only places that aren't bleeding as yet, and they're going to start because everything's going to bleed. But the only places that aren't bleeding as yet are the places where you go because you need something, like Home Depot, like Lowe's, like Menards. Uh, They're they're, they're keeping steady until the housing boom goes bust, because once people stop building, their profit margin is going to shrink to nothing and their uh, excess inventory is going to go through the roof. I know, why are you talking about this stuff? Tell us about how we're the rising phoenix and how we're going to turn this around. Children, I could lie to you and you would praise me in the moment. But in the long term, you will hate me because I gave you a false hope. Look, right now the, the, the whole recession thing is uh, in vogue. Everybody's talking recession. I give it three months before people start talking depression. Again, because my memory is what my memory is, I remember telling you the big D is what we're heading towards. We're already in recession. If you haven't gotten the breaking news, here it be: we're already in recession depression's a coming, but this was, I know, still with the allergies, Uh, I I actually gave in and uh, pawned my dowry and bought some Flonase, have you seen the price of that stuff, I like 20 bucks to to squirt something in your nose. And apparently I was doing it wrong because you're not supposed to like in there and then just suck it in. You're supposed to like on the side of your nose. I know I don't read directions because I'm a man. I'm toxically masculine and I am in a war of words with Beth Moore. So that's why I don't read directions. But apparently you're supposed to like do it to the side and just tap your nostril. I don't know. I've been taking it. Feeling better. Still got the you know itchy throat once in a while, but we got a little rain, and all the pollen seems to have settled to the earth, so it's all good. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Rising Phoenix. Stocks on brink of bear market developing. Uh, yeah, it's, we're, we're there, kids. USA barreling towards recession, experts say. If the experts are prepping you for recession, if you're smart, you'll be preparing for depression. Whatever it is that the experts, wasn't it the experts who said that inflation was transitory? Wasn't it? I remember. I think it was. Well, so much for those experts. Told you it wasn't. I, I should start sending out CVs. MSNBC. I, I could be uh, an advisor to uh, the Fed. That should work. Uh, I could be an analyst. I, I, can, I can analyze the stock market and tell you things. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, not, this, is, this isn't financial advice or anything else. But at this juncture, the only thing that's relatively safe is precious metals, because right now gold and silver are being artificially suppressed, because they don't want people flooding out of the market more than they already are, which people are already. They're gonna. Uh, other than that, food and ammo. Those those are, th- those should be your investment portfolio if you got a couple of bucks to spare after realizing what's going on. Now, we talked about uh, the bubble that is the real estate market. I know we did that a couple months ago. Uh, There's still people buying overvalued properties left and right. I don't know how, but they still are. However, in this headline... I read the following. These are like bullet points. So the first was stocks on the brink of a bear market. The second was the U.S. barreling towards recession again. Uh, The third is more subprime borrowers are missing their loan payments. Let that sink in. Subprime borrowers, more subprime borrowers, are missing their loan payments. Remember when we talked about the individual with two teeth driving around in a $120,000 Lincoln? You're thinking to yourself, how? Well, apparently, the salesperson just wanted to get the money he gets for making a sale. The bank just wanted to lend out money because it was free to them. And now... uh, Los chickens are coming home to roost. I, I, I know how to say chickens in Spanish. It's pollos. And we're going to get to the pollos, too. Uh, but, yeah, more subprime borrowers are missing loan payments. Uh, you're, going to have, you're going to see a flood of foreclosures. Uh, I, I had a friend of mine who just sold his house uh, for twice, double the amount, that he bought it four years ago and somebody came in the second day before it was even listed and they offered him $52,000 above asking. We were talking back and forth, you know, and I'm on, best thing you can do for yourself, find a place to rent for six to nine months and then you'll buy twice the house at half the price. Yes, we are that close. Yes, it's going to get that ugly. When it does, just remember, somebody tried to warn you. But you went to the pink-haired lady because she had the staff of Moses and she was banging it. And she has a TV show. What do you know? You're sitting in a warehouse in Wisconsin talking to a microphone. She has a TV show. She's more prophetess than you are. Never claimed to be a prophetess. Never claim to be a prophet for that matter. American prophetic. But see, even, look, you're claiming a gift and you're missing 100% of the time. I mock you openly. I give you American prophetics every single week that come to pass three, six months down the road. And never claim supernatural divine origin. One of us is full of beans. I wonder who. Uh? Okay. So more subprime borrowers missing loan payments. And this is the one that for some reason, that the, 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 the caught my eye more than anything. Because everybody thought we were over the hump. Well, you know, inflation's going to peter out. That's it. We've reached the top of the mountain. We're coming back down. Gas pumps reprogrammed for $10 a gallon gas. Do you understand that up until now, gas pumps were not programmed? The software was not programmed to flash $10 per gallon. In preparation for the coming month, Gas pumps are now being reprogrammed for a $10 a gallon. That way, you'll know how much you're paying. They, they wouldn't even do 999. So if they thought it was going over 999, then what? 12, 13, 14. What does that do to everything else? What does that do to every single thing that you purchase? What does that do to anybody that has to commute to work 45, 50, 60 minutes? Because right now I'm, I'm aghast at the fact that I'm paying 5 bucks a gallon in Wisconsin for gas. This means that they're preparing for it to double in price. Question. Are the people... Who are commuting to work. Living with the expectations that their pay is going to double. Mm-hmm. But inflation isn't that bad. I mean, you know what the dirty little secret is? Some, some MSNBC skank. This was, these are the words that came out of her mouth. Do you know what the dirty little secret is? We can afford it. Maybe you can. By some inexplicable... Care in the fabric of reality you're making a million dollars plus a year for sitting there and looking unpretty with a face like you just sucked on a lemon for 45 minutes telling people that go to work and have blisters on their hands at the end of the day that the dirty little secret is that they can afford to pay more let them eat cake indeed I know, it's hard to find a guillotine nowadays prepared, American prophetic, a lot of these talking heads and these politicians and these people that are not aware of just how much pain the average citizen is going through. Some of them are bound to catch some stabbings, in the least. Maybe it'll miss an artery, maybe it'll miss major organs. I don't know. But it's going to get violent. American prophetic. And the angst and the pain of the average citizen. This is, this is the thing. This is the reason that the man with the full adult diaper is pushing gun control so hard. Somebody in that administration is forward-thinking enough that they're realizing... Pain, lack, and scarcity will unite the commoners. Joy Behar can be on TV with Whoopi Goldberg every day, 24-7, talking about racism and racism and everything because there's no equity and all this other stuff. At some point in the pain cycle, white people, brown people, black people, jalla people, all the people will realize in a moment of epiphany that they're all suffering the same. They'll realize in a moment of epiphany that it's not a race war, it's not racially based animus, It's a class war, rich and poor. And then you will see what you will see, my dear child. Then you will see what you will see. Because I've got a couple friends that have done well in their chosen field. And uh, you know what? to each his own, as long as you are not exploiting the children of God, as long as you're not making millions or your millions off the backs of cat moms and lonely women by feeding them a fake spirituality and an imitation Christ, I don't care what you do with your money. But I got a couple friends, one of them... uh, He lives out in Arizona, uh, has done very well for himself, bought some ridiculous $175,000 car, a Mercedes. And I'm sitting there going, dude, find a mid-range Hyundai. Find a Kia. Find something that won't draw the eye. Because anybody that's driving anything worth six figures in the coming months is just painting a giant target on their head. You, you, I keep trying to explain what's coming, and, and some of you still aren't getting it, and that's okay, you'll get it when, it, when you get it. But even if somehow I fell into millions tomorrow... There's no way in the world that I'm driving anything flash. I need somebody that's looking for somebody to carjack to look at my car and go, I wouldn't drive that piece of crap. Perfect. Then that means you won't carjack me for it. You get it? Be aware of the fact that things will get progressively worse and people will become increasingly more animalistic. They'll become increasingly more violent. So, that's the what? One, two, three, fourth headline. Gas pumps reprogrammed for $10 a gallon. Now, before you start getting angry, That it's costing you over a hundred bucks to fill your tank. Think to yourself, wasn't Dr. Jill's flowing hair worth it? So, the next one that I want to read to you very slowly and enunciate is this. Because I got a lot of flack. People were making fun of me. They're like, I, I even talked to a brother the other day. I don't know how he heard. Maybe he listens to the program. If you do, hello, my friend from Florida. God bless you. Uh, but I, I, I gave him a call the other day, and he was making fun of my chicken wing thing. Uh, it, was, it was just, it wasn't making fun. It was just banter. This is how men talk. We banter about. If you're overly sensitive as a man, then you were raised by a woman with no father figure. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Don't be such a Nancy. So it wasn't... I didn't take offense, but it was kind of hilarious because we, we started talking about chicken wings. Well, guess what, kids? Chicken wings. $34. $34 for a dozen chicken wings. And for those of you that are not connoisseurs of the chicken as I am. What I need to explain to you is that most of the chicken wing is either skin or bone. There's bitty, bitty little meat. Chicken wings, 34 bucks. But you know what? I haven't had chicken wings for a good two and a half, three months. I had my fill when they were cheap you could have too now that wow so this 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 was the headline i'm assuming this is what got forwarded to me stocks on the brink of bear market u.s barreling towards recession more subprime borrowers missing loan payments gas pumps reprogrammed for a ten dollar a gallon and chicken wings $34. Rising Phoenix. (laughs) Again, some people think this is the bottom. It is not. It's going to get worse. It's going to get much worse. Because the interest rates that they announced last week haven't even kicked in yet in a couple of weeks they'll be announcing a new interest rate hike hopefully point fifty percent likely seventy five uh and these people are so full of themselves that they're not seeing what this will all lead up to you have Do you understand that most people are still at ease because they think they have equity in their home now? If you bought any time within the last 10 years, 5 years, 4 years, you likely have a little bit of equity. Imagine the gut punch when the bubble bursts and the equity you thought you had turns into a negative where hey, I got twenty grand in equity,
1: I'm underwater. What do you mean
0: I'm underwater? If you weren't around for '07 and '08, well, you get a chance for a redo. But I fear this is going to be '07 and '08 on steroids because the debt bubble just got bigger. People, people don't learn. There's people to this day living above their means. Their life is a revolving line of credit. And it's all they can do to make the minimum payments. Los pollos, my kids, los pollos are coming home to roost. For those of you that are not multilingual, eh, los pollos means the chickens. Now, Ah, do I want to? I have to. So everybody's getting all excited about primary season. If you're one of those people, God bless you, be excited. But whenever I, I, I let myself have a little bit of hope, I remember something that Mark Twain said. I know, Mark Twain, that racist. Everything's racist now. Whatever. I, I read Mark Twain in elementary school as a kid. Remember, elephantine memory. And it's, it's one of his quotes, or at least it's a quote attributed to him, that says it's easier to fool people than convince them that they have been fooled. Because there's a lot of people out there going, how, how can any normal person... Not not vote for for the Republicans. Again, I made it very clear that it's no longer about Democrats and Republicans. It's about globalists and nationalists. And that that bald booger, what's his name, uh, Schwab, Mister Charlie Schwab, promising the world. Uh, will be made anew, reborn. The world can indeed find salvation, Mr. Klaus Schwab said, uh, at Davos in 2022. So it's not in Jesus, by all means. I mean, Klaus Schwab looks like he is the devil's handmaid. Uh, But if you go to Davos, apparently you can find salvation there. The world can find salvation as per... Mr. Schwab, Uh, I'm sorry, senor. I don't want the kind of salvation you're peddling, but thanks nonetheless. So, before we get hopeful about the next election cycle, on the one hand, you have this quote from Mark Twain that's been banging around in my head for the last three days. It's easier to fool people than convince them that they have been fooled. And on the other hand, you have one of my favorite uh, dialectic escapes, all things being fair. All things being fair, I would perhaps hold out a shred of hope that people start to see the light come next election cycle. But as 2020 has proven, all things are not fair. Couple that with the idea that man by his very nature is reticent about allowing for the possibility that they've been fooled. Allah Hey, Joe's going to make a great president. I'm Beth Moore, and I approve this message. Lady Gaga's outfit and Dr. Jill's flowing hair will make you watching your child starve because you can't find formula worth it. I'm Beth Moore, and I approve this message. So, again... She's never going to come out and admit I was wrong. This is, this is why I detest people like, like her and, and, and this entire, ah, this entire generation of, of, of know-it-all condescending, just spiteful people. You could see that they were wrong by any measure. They didn't just step into Limerde. They nose-dived into it. They're covered from head to toe. They smell like baloney, but they will never admit that they were wrong. Who, are, who is Right now, is it? What is it? It's uh, it's Putin's gas prices, and it's Trump's economy still, right? Is that the narrative we're going with? This is Trump's economy, is it? Is it really? What? The, 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 the dawdling old fool's been in office for more than a year. No, senor. The economy of, of el senor biden. So, most people won't admit that they've been fooled. They would rather continue in their foolishness Then actually come out and say, hey, you know what, I was wrong. Your child starving isn't worth me seeing Dr. Jill's flowing hair on television. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. They'll just go on a retreat to find themselves. They're going to try to find some inner peace. They'll blame the average citizen. You just don't know how good you have it. Okay? You just don't know how good you have it. I mean, imagine how little you will be forced to drive if you're paying 10, 12 bucks a gallon of gas. So that means you get to spend more time with your cats and you can, uh, you know, crochet some new sweaters for them. Maybe even like a, a little beanie. What do you think? Or those, those, those French berets that the foreign legion wears. Imagine a little cat with a beret. Adorbs. So stop complaining. Okay? Stop complaining about high gas prices and I can't afford food. You're just selfish don't be so selfish do you know how much Dr. Jill's product costs do you know how long it takes her for her hair to be that flowing so you know what don't be bitter you're a queen you already did the heart part you abandoned your husband and your kids you're walking your prophetic authority try calling some money down from heaven or better yet take your bills and burn them and say I give to jesus though i guarantee you again american prophetic those hucksters are going to make a comeback people are going to end up in jail because of those hucksters again because remember uh i i it wasn't bobby tilton i i I think uh he he conferred with lawyers before he gave his prophetic utterance where he couldn't be held liable, I think. But there was one of these uh, lower-tiered hucksters who apparently didn't have a lawyer on retainer. And he actually came out and said, he says, take all your bills, doesn't matter how big they are, hallelujah, your mortgage payment, hallelujah, take all your bills, put them in a metal dish, and say, I give them to the Lord and just set them on fire. I, he, he got yanked off the air. Uh, I, I think he was the one that was using the, the jalapeno seed. And you, you sow one jalapeno seed and you get a jalapeno plant that makes 40 jalapenos. These it's people. It's... Again, look. I wish that get aboard the choo-choo train of hope. I really do. But me scusi, I've been around the block one too many times. I'm just going to read this headline. So you understand how fractured and fragmented even the supposed church is. ELCA leader releases pastoral letter on abortion, presses support for Roe v.ersus Wade. Yes, you heard that right. ELCA leader releases pastoral letter on abortion and expresses support for Roe v.ersus Wade. And you might be asking yourself, what's ELCA? Is that some sort of, uh, you know, Hollywood thing? Is that some sort of feminist organization? The ELCA is the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. The head of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America has issued a pastoral letter supporting abortion access and expressing opposition to overturning the United States Supreme Court decision, Roe v. Wade. ELCA presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, now I don't want to presume that she's a woman, perhaps she is a man that transitioned, to female, and renamed itself Elizabeth. But for the sake of uh, this program, we'll assume it's a she. First of all, I'm wondering how many children Madam Elizabeth Eaton has. I'm guessing none. I'm also guessing she likely has a couple cats and is a Beth Moore fan. ELCA presiding bishop Elizabeth Eaton released a pastoral message on abortion. The fact that this woman is a bishop of anything, the fact that she's the head of the Lutheran Church of America, should make anyone that identifies as Lutheran hang their head in shame. So she released a pastoral message, On Tuesday, pardon me, explaining that the denomination teaches that abortion must be legal, regulated, and accessible. Okay. But excuse me, Madam Bishop, what does the Bible say? And why is the denomination's doctrine in opposition to the Word of God. What was that? I'm racist, homophobic, and misogynistic? Thank you. While this church longs for a future with fewer abortions every year, the social statement points out that outlying all or nearly all abortion is not the way to do this, stated Eaton why would you try to hinder somebody from killing babies? I mean, you have people that have no religious affiliation that are standing out there with pro-life plankards, and here you have the presiding bishop of the Lutheran Churches of America going, you know what, we'd like to see less baby murder, but you know what? Uh... I don't think outlawing baby murder should be it. So find another way, okay? We we, we we want to be able to continue. I mean, we're hoping for fewer, but our position is not if it's outlawed, okay? The ELCA opposes both the total lack of regulation of abortion and legislation that would outlaw abortion in all circumstances. Eaton expressed opposition to overturning Roe, which she said would upend 50 years of legal precedent in our nation and damage the health and well-being of many. Excuse me, are you also a lawyer, you hound of hell? Are you also a lawyer... You servant of darkness. I thought you were a bishop. Maybe you double majored. Hey, triple majored. Feminist studies, religious leadership, and law. I don't know. It doesn't give her curriculum vitae. I'm assuming she's a genius by her writing. Eaton expressed opposition to overturning Roe, which she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. The prospect is daunting. Is it, madam? Is it? Is the prospect really that daunting? Is it not more credible that you are a wolf in sheep's clothing? Is it not more credible that you have sold your soul and solely to yourself. And the fact that the Lutheran Church still pays you a salary and you still call yourself the presiding bishop of the Lutheran Church makes the entirety of the Lutheran Church guilty by association. The prospect is daunting. As Christians, we persevere in hope. No, you're not a Christian. I'm sorry. Come on. Maybe you identify as a Christian, like boys identify as girls, but we both know the reality of it. You're a lazy woman with armpit hair who saw an opportunity to make easy money. We must continue to be bold in our prayers and our public witness for a more just society that cherishes and guarantees the dignity of all. You know what? Nothing says dignity. Like chopping up a baby in utero, sucking out its brains, and then vacuuming it out of a woman's womb piece by piece. Hey, if that doesn't say dignity, nothing does. Huh? I thought her name was Beth for an instant. Well, it kind of is. It's Elizabeth. Anyway, I'm sorry. Dignity. You speak of dignity. You support the mass murder of innocent children while speaking to me of dignity. Now, see, chances are better than good that I'm never going to see Bishop Elizabeth Eaton in real life. Chances are she's probably somewhere on Martha's Vineyard, hobnobbing with Obamas. But if I do, let me forewarn you, Presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, I got a steaming loogie for you. Right between the eyes, lady. Unbelievable dignity. Have you seen what they do to babies, fully formed? Viable babies? Babies that are cresting, that are ready to come out and breathe their first breath in this world. Have you seen what they do to them? You mad cow of a woman. You speak of dignity. You sallow, shallow thing. You worm. Pastor Tom Brock, a former member of the ELCA, I wonder why he's a former member uh, who oversees a television ministry in Minnesota. Emailed the Christian Post a statement denouncing the Eaton pastoral message. You know what? My prayer for the day is that the Lutheran Churches of America will soon have a membership of one. That Madam Elizabeth bishop elizabeth whatever she wants to call herself will preside over her own denomination she will be her own congregation maybe bring her cats in dressed in sweaters any person with a soul that is still a member of the american lutheran church or the lutheran churches of america needs to write in and say, no mas, you know what? Go be Methodist. They're just as boring. If you just want to be in a dead place surrounded by dead people, either a Lutheran church or a Methodist church, same thing. How is this? Rising Phoenix, we're going to win. We're going to win. This woman oversees a denomination in America, and her position is it's undignified to tell women not to be whores. It's undignified to not give give women the opportunity to murder babies at will whenever they feel like it, for whatever reason, however late in the pregnancy. And this is Pastor Tom Brock's retort to Bishop Eaton. Bishop Eaton is forgetting that many unborn children whose lives would be saved from the destruction of abortion. Eaton's statement barely mentions the unborn child, stated Brock. Thou shalt not kill is nowhere to be found in his pastoral letter. And that deserves a slow clap, indeed. What happens when the position of the Lutheran Churches of America is in diametrical opposition to the Word of God? Apparently, the head of the Evangelical Lutheran Church comes out and says, Word of God, what Word of God? This is our position, and we're sticking with it. So there's that. Now, there's a lot more to go through. There's a lot more to talk about because I'm a little heated. But as I look at the clock, we're running out of time. And I'll let you go after this. Because this has been a running theme for a long time with this program. Uh, Remember that old saying, beware, your sin will find you out? Well, apparently... And why is it always Baptists? I don't know. Pastor J.D. Hall arrested for DUI hours after threatening to disrupt the Southern Baptist Conventional Annual Meeting. <laughs> <coughs> uh, okay, well, they say Hall did not have alcohol in his system, and he did pass the police blood alcohol test. The church says... He has a vitamin D deficiency. Hey, maybe he could like uh, form a band with the guy from Hillsong. One of them's on antidepressants. This one's got a vitamin D deficiency. There's just... (sighs) Anyway, I know, I know. Rising Phoenix. Well, we'll see. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your prayers. Uh, if I've offended you in any way, well, you can just stop listening. Gina, if you've got anything to say, it's yours.
1: Well, Mike, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, that angers me that someone claims to be a bishop and is for pro-death, pro-Auschwitz type of death. It's a spiritual analogy of what the wombs become in America, and then someone claiming to know God would authorize and say that's okay. Jude 1.12 says this, These are spots in your feasts of charity when they feast with you. They feed themselves without fear. They are clouds without water, carried about of wind. These are trees whose fruit have withered without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. They are dead. They have no spirit of God. You might say, oh, that's not being loving. No, that's being loving. Everything Mike said about this is loving. Because someone don't have the guts in the Wells denomination to tell this person how reprobate they are and how they shouldn't even be in any kind of leadership. But, you know, we've lost the boldness to really stand up for the faith. And that's why the Bible says, woe unto them that, what, please men over God. So I agree And I think people should start to call this all out in the open. Ichabod for what it is. And be strong and don't waver. Thank you for listening today to the Light of Truth radio broadcast, an outreach of Hand to Help Ministries. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Bodea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.